2: Ho ho ho! Now I have a machine gun in sports betting, and that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience. And the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season. Sign up now, make your deposit using the promo code AbsoluteDJ, and my bookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in two hundred, you get an extra hundred dollars to play with treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season support degeneracy at the same time it's not just winter season it is winning season so bet win and get paid with my bookie
0: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey
2: everybody arch
1: here and it is tuesday max talk about bad
2: beats Oh my! I can talk about bad beats, but first off, uh, Rich had made a comment uh, last week that says the the best shows are the ones that I miss. So I I was tempted not to come back.
3: It's not that's not the truth. I got your back, Max.
2: Oh, okay. your All right, all right. Yeah, I, was, I You know, listen. I, I listened to yesterday's episode. I was laughing out loud. It was pretty funny. I, I was telling Orange afterwards. I was listening, and you you guys are pretty funny. So so maybe uh, maybe I'll take more time off. Maybe that's it um bad beats let's talk about bad beats yesterday watching this ravens game against uh, the browns and if you guys recall i did phone in my pick on the ravens so that's going to be relevant to the end of the story uh ravens kick a field goal go up by three and i instantly message Archer like god damn it dumb push right of course then the kickoff happens <laughs> two seconds left uh the Browns get the ball back. And I said, Arch is like, that was a dumb kickoff by the Ravens, man. It's like, Jesus, just squib the ball end the game. Well, stupid lateral play later ends in a safety, which three plus two equals five. That dumb push turned into a win for me. So uh, thanks. Thanks kicker. Thanks. Thank you for kicking it into the end zone and uh, giving that extra play. And the Browns going to Brown.
1: Oh yeah. Big time. Panther, that might be one of the biggest bad beats I've ever had. I don't know about you.
3: Uh, most of my bad beats are at the poker table, but betting games, I mean, like, like we were talking in the pre-show, saying the word bet and Browns in the same sentence always has to give you a, really, a little indigestion or something because you, you can't feel good about it. But, you know, you look at that game, neither team played a lick of defense, but the Cleveland let that one slip away. They owned every statistical category. They outdid Baltimore by 120 yards, um, more first downs. They, they ran the ball. Baker Mayfield played an exceptionally good game, except for the one turnover. Um, slight edge in the time of possession. The, the, the takeaway from this is, yeah, Baltimore won. Yeah, Baltimore covered. But Cleveland can play. Um, and, and I don't know if they're a dangerous team. They're going to take out Buffalo or Tennessee or Kansas City. But
2: they're not the dog that we've known for, like, the last three decades. So that's kind of my takeaway from the game. Maybe, may, maybe Baker Mayfield just needs to take a break during the game and take a shit, just like Lamar. Did. <laughs> yes. Lamar looked much lighter on his feet after he came back from the locker room. <laughs> you can't play with that, man. You can't play with that. <laughs> oh, Rich,
4: I don't think he took a break. I think it happened on the field, and then he got out of there. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that you know teams like Cleveland, part of the process is learning how to close out games like that, and they haven't learned how to close out games like that. So, you know, it goes back into that. Good teams find a way to win, and bad teams find a way to lose. I guess both teams are kind of mediocre, so they both kind of went back and forth on trying to figure out how they can lose. And at the end, you know, it, it, that is a horrible, horrible teeth, man. If I had bet the Browns, I probably wouldn't be able to talk on this show because I would have smashed my computer
1: for sure. <laughs> my computer's intact, Rich. I'm okay. Uh, right. Yeah. We had the over. We had the over. I didn't. I I, I thought it was going to go over. I didn't think it was going to go over Rams Chiefs level over, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, I uh, listened to the show and, and I was, we almost had a French kiss of over there. I think you and I both leaned it and, and those guys were confidently on the over. And sure enough, yeah, Panther mentioned it. Not 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 much defense being played last night at all. Uh, and uh, you know, Rich was saying that uh, you know, good teams find a way to win, bad, bad times, bad teams find a way to lose. Um, you know, I think that that is the easiest statement to say about this is this this is a Ravens team that uh, last year had Super Bowl aspirations, had Super Bowl aspirations going into this year, and with the Browns, it's always this like. Next year is going to be the year. It's, it's almost like written for the Mets, right? It's like Next year is going to be the year. And you, you look at this Browns team, and and a day ago or two days ago, we we're saying, oh, they win this game, and they're right behind the Steelers to win the NFC North. And it's like, come on, it's the fucking Browns. <laughs> I, just listen. I, I, know that, I know that not, not our mom is Browns, right? Not like our mom is Patriots anymore. But they're still the fucking Browns. They're going to find a way to lose.
1: <laughs> but I mean, unlike the Mets, the Browns are actually taking demonstrable steps to move forward.
2: Mets made the best demonstrable step ever to to go forward. Man, they got a new owner. Oh, yeah, well
3: then. <laughs> You know, this is much better, though. When you when the Browns started the season, they got whacked by the Ravens. They got whacked by the Steelers. Now they have four losses. One was that wind game against the Raiders. We're going to dismiss that one. But this one, I mean, they, they were in it. They were competitive. Like Rich said, um, it, it's just that learning how to win. This has been a, a dog team for so many years. They've got the talent. They've got the coaching. It looks like they may have the quarterback. They can stop this whole quarterback carousel. They, they just got to win these kind of games games they build their confidence this is the kind of game that i wouldn't be surprised if cleveland goes on a nice little winning streak to finish out the season so
1: they're a good team there you go you heard it from panther first cleveland's gonna win out till they lose (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so we are seven count them seven days away from the nba so I thought it'd be fun. Well, actually, Panther thought it'd be fun. He's been banging his desk like a month ago. He's like, when are we talking NBA futures? I'm like, it's a little early. And then the next day, when are we talking NBA futures? Well, it's still a little early. Maybe it's not so early now. We're going to do it. We're going to talk NBA regular season win totals. Max, I sent you the list. Anybody jumping out at you?
2: I guess I should look at that list. I didn't actually look at said list that you sent me. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess, guess uh, I <laughs> Max, should have yeah, probably. Max is not
3: even to carry the show, Max.
2: <laughs> oh man, no, I, I, I totally kid. I kid. Of course, I looked at the list and and I sent you the screenshot of what I was doing last yes. night, man. I, I went because um, I couldn't go game by game. There's no schedule, right? There is no actual concrete schedule. There's like a partial schedule, right? First half, yeah. First half schedule. But what they did is they have like this grid that's available that says, you know, here's the teams, here's how many times they play the other teams, right? So it's, you know, anyone in the Eastern Conference is playing the East Conference three times, and then they'll play the Western Conference twice, right? So what I tried to do is I I went through all the teams and determined how many times I felt that they were going to beat the other team that they're playing, right? So uh, with that, uh, there's some interesting stuff there uh, we're, we're looking at the first one on your list. Funny enough is Atlanta, the Hawks, the Hawks of course uh, had a subpar season last year. They, they were uh, barely a 300, not even a 300 team, right? They won 20 games, 20 and 47 last year uh, this year. They've added Bogdan Bogdanovic. They've added Chris Dunn from Chicago. They've added Danilo Ganonari. They've added Rajon Rondo. They are making huge strides to build a team around Trey Young, John Collins, and, of course, they made that Clint Capella trade last year. I think this is a team that's going to make one of the biggest jumps now. That all said, they were barely. They weren't even a three hundred percent, you know, win last (laughs) last year, right? Thirty percent win uh, last yeah last year. So how much can they jump up? You have them at forty seven point five percent or forty eight percent. Yeah, your call. Yeah, I'm under that. I think they do make huge strides. I think they they are going to improve. But I am betting the under on that. I still think the Hawks are going to be, you know, uh, twenty nine and forty three. That's going to put them at forty percent. I think they're going to be under what they're saying. I think this is this is a you're talking a huge jump here for 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 the Hawks to get to close to forty eight percent.
3: You know, I, I really agree with you, Max. They've made all these changes, but just like we were talking about the Browns and we've been talking about the Bengals earlier in the year, the learning how to win. If you remember last year, we bet or lean a lot of Atlanta games and they lost a lot of close games. They were trying, they were still trying to figure out how to win. I think that might be the biggest attribute that Rajon Rondo brings to this team because you're, you're throwing out all these names and you still have guys like DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter, the um, Cam Reddish, uh, Danilo uh, Gallinari. This is a team that's got some talent. It's going to be that whole learn how to win thing. I was going up and down the list trying to find my eight teams that make the playoffs in the East. Atlanta's not one of them. So I I still have them with Max. I I like the under here.
4: I think they added themselves a couple of shooters to put around Trey Young, which should help free up some space for him. Um, I think that. The East is pretty weak, so I I got them winning about coming in right around 500, so I'm going to lean that they go over. You're
1: going to over? Okay. Yeah, the NBA, people don't make jumps that dramatically, do they usually from season to season, Max? It's usually kind of a kind of a, a slower,
2: it's <laughs> slow a slower burn. I, yeah. There is one team I think makes a huge dramatic leap and we'll get to it in a minute, but most teams it's, it's usually a slow yeah. increase or a, a decimating injury that, that just drops them out of the picture. You can't say that about, I mean, yeah. Uh, Atlanta lost John Collins for a good portion of last year because of the steroid stuff or, or whatever it was steroid masking. I, I don't want to throw accusations out there, drugs. Right. Uh, and, and so they lost him for a huge portion of the season, but it's not like, They lost Trey Young for the season. They didn't lose, you know, their 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 heart and soul of their team for the season, kind of like the Brooklyn Nets did last year. (laughs) Yeah.
3: And they got, yeah, they got to cure those turnovers and learn how to win on the road. They went six and 27 on the road last year. So I, I still think it's about that learning how to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no, we're not bringing back, you know, two perennial all stars. Um, it's pretty much the same team in tack and they added a few pieces. So it's a big ask for them to jump that many games.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I'm going to bet the under as well. And we're looking at under 48% that they, they, you know, they're going to lose. 52% of their games. There we go.
2: So so the team that I do think makes a dramatic jump, they, they were 35 and 37 last year for a 48.6% uh, win percentage. I'm going to bet the over on the Brooklyn Nets. I think adding Kevin Durant, a healthy Kevin Durant, uh, if he can keep Kyrie Irvings in check, I think they make a huge jump this year. I have them winning 51 games and being one of the top teams in the East. So at uh, what you're saying here at 62, 63%, I have have them winning 70%. So that's way above what, what I need to comfortably bet the Brooklyn Nets to make that huge jump this year.
3: You know, Brooklyn is going to be – everybody's going to have their eyes on Brooklyn because there was no Kyrie last year, no KD, and those are the two names that stick out. But when you look at this this roster and this depth chart, you're talking Spencer Dinwiddie, Bruce Brown, Karis Levert. Uh, they picked up Landry Shamet. They still have Joe Harris. They have Tarion Prince. Um, and then you have the two bigs in Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan. This is a team – loaded with talent the big question mark that i'm going to be watching all season is is kyrie and can he play well with others because he just seems to be a locker room distraction uh, everywhere he goes if they can keep kyrie in check this is a really dangerous team i think they come out with a hot start i agree with max i like the over here as well
4: Kyrie by himself is a big if. I think Durant is kind of becoming an if as well. They're both extremely talented. I, I can see this room, this locker room, not having any harmony whatsoever <laughs> at all. All the young kids last year kind of played together, played hard for each other. I'm not so sure that that would be the case with um, with Durant and Kyrie Irving. I think they're going to struggle to get to that big number. I'm going to lean the under. I think it'll take them a little while to gel, so I'm going to
1: lean the under. Yeah, I'm going to lean the under here as well. I agree with what you said. I mean, I know Kyrie's a generational talent, but uh, when things get tough, Kevin Durant's going to hide. You know that. I think they're a better team without Kyrie. Honestly, huh? like, they are. Yeah.
2: I think there's a lot of teams better. better. That are better teams without Kyrie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kyrie, you tested positive for Corona
2: again. That's what's going to happen. It's almost what I'm banking on is for Kyrie to get injured for the season and become Durant's team. Like I'm more banking this on Durant being just a really great player Mm -hmm. and and being able to co-dominate in the East. I don't think he's still the best. He's not the best player in the East. He's not. But he's now one of the best.
1: One of the best. Okay, Max. What else jumping out of you?
2: Uh, I want to give some talk time to the other guys, too. So I will jump in and talk about uh, our favorite uh, L.A. Lakers team, because that was one of the things that we loved to talk about last year. You got the Lakers at 675 or 68%. Yeah. This is a team that added Marc Gasol. They added Montrezl Harrell, Dennis Schroeder. They basically added two of, uh, if not the top two best six men in the league. (laughs) They might be adding... Paul Gasol to that team. And now we know that they've lost Rajon Rondo. They lost Avery Bradley. They lost Danny Green. They lost White Howard. They lost JaVale McGee. So they've shed some of those people. But I think this is a huge addition to this LeBron James and Anthony Davis uh, team that won 73% of their games last year. And I think they improve upon that and win 79% of the games this year. So I'm going to bet the over on the L.A. Lakers and have fun like I did last year uh, with with Arch probably going to take the under.
3: I, I'm an avid Laker hater. Uh, I'll publicly say that. I'm, I'm, I'm a LeBron fan of, of his athletic ability, not so much of a fan of his speaking ability, but you, you look at this Laker team, uh, they're loaded. They, they actually got better. They got better by default by just getting rid of Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee, but then they got better by adding Mark Gasol and Montrezl Harrell and then you got Kyle Kuzma on the bench and Schroeder on the bench. And then I do he's been paying attention to the preseason. This talent hoarder Tucker is just opening eyes. Now they're scratching their head, trying to figure out where they're going to find playing time for this rookie. So th- this is a loaded team. Um, and unlike last year where they pretty much had everything, the Clippers shit the bed and handed the West to the Lakers. I don't think that happens this year where LeBron can take like the last 10 games off and they can just not play and wait for the playoffs. They're going to have to play this out. They're going to win a vast majority of these games. I agree with Max. I think this is more of a, a 70 win percentage type team. So I love the over on the Lakers.
4: The Lakers will have more depth this year, at least more depth that they can count on, which will work for them because I I do expect you're going to see LeBron uh, take some time off as he does, and Anthony Davis will have a hangnail or some little injury that bothers him during the regular season where he takes some time off. So um, I I do think the Lakers, even without LeBron and Anthony Davis, in the lineup every night, probably go a game or two over. So I'll I'll bet the over on that one as well.
1: I told myself I wasn't going to do any dumb regular season, but we just one when I bet the Mets over 90, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'll bet the over with you guys. I get kicked in the dick enough times. I'll learn my lesson. <laughs> the Lakers will vastly overperform again this season. <laughs> All right, Max, that's it for you.
2: Yeah, but if we want to make these bets, we'll probably head over to my oh, bookie yep. to do so with the Christmas holidays right around the corner. My bookie's been in the giving mood a $250 risk free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds free bets every hour of Black Friday. And then they continue to give away more freebies for Cyber Monday. For a sports book that is supposed to be in the business of making money, they were giving it away. That's just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. Fact is, listen, NBA right around the corner, still got NFL going strong, still got some college football going on. In about a month or so, I think we get hockey back, maybe. So you deserve to bet with the best make your deposit using the promo code Absolute DGen. They'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in two hundred, get an extra hundred dollars to play with. Joining and depositing is a simple process. It's quick, but more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that is quick to treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. That is promo code Absolute DGEN for when you sign up. It's not just winter season, it's winning season. So bet
1: All right, Panther, what's jumping out of you, man? Oh, man. You know, we were
3: talking about these big jumps with with players. Uh, you know, Brooklyn was one of the biggest. But now we're going to look at one of the biggest falls. You know, last year, Oklahoma City was one of the teams that we watched a lot. And they, they, in, my, in my book, they overperformed. But now with Chris Paul being shipped out, with Steve Adams being shipped out, they've got them down as only winning 23 games. Yeah right about there 23 and 49 that just seems so low now this is going to be the shea gil just alexander show right i mean this guy's usage rate is going to be off the charts if you play fantasy um i don't know first round maybe not but early second round this this guy is going as long as he's healthy is going to have the ball in his hands a ton i think you can see a resurgence out of al horford taking over at the center position but after that you got a lot of question marks. Uh, Trevor Ariza has not ever really been a prolific scorer. Um, they got this young rookie, LeJets Hurt, or or Dort, I should say. Um, He's coming in, a lot of questions about uh, his shooting percentage. Uh, He's going to take his shots. But still, this is NBA players that 23 just seems like – I mean, we're talking losing 21 games off what they did last year. That
2: seems like too big of a drop-off for me. So I'm over the 23. I love this over man. I have them I they're going to probably lose 10 10 games. Like ha- cut that in half. 20 games No. I'd say 10. They're probably a 34 win team. They added Trevor Ariza, they added George Hill, they got Al Horford as you mentioned. Justin Jackson's a good player. I again, they shipped out Stephen Adams, Danilo Gallinari, Nerlens Noel, Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder. Those are all gone. But you're you hit the nail on the head. It's the Shea Gilders-Alexander zone. I think he's going to be enough to win some games. There's some bad teams in this league that, that OKC could beat up on. So I'm with you. I love that over uh, significantly. I mean, I have, I have them still winning about you know 47% of their games.
1: Ooh.
4: I think that might be a little bit high, but I, I see them winning maybe one or two games more than where they're forecasted to do. So I'll, I'll lean over with OKC Thunder.
1: Yeah. Well, you got me convinced I had them going over and I was kind of surprised when I ran those numbers. I'll bet the over with you guys. Yeah. Let's do it. 31, 31. <laughs> actually let's go 28% of their games. They seem to go over 28%. Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm figuring I mean, they, they, it's going to be that learning curve, right? That we talk about some of these teams learning. They, they're they just going to learn how to, and, and let's not forget new coach too, Billy Donovan being gone. So um, they got all of that going on. But um, another team I want to look at, um, Staying in the West, Sacramento, they they won 31 games last year. They've got them at 29 this year. Look, with a roster of De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes. Maybe a healthy Marvin Bagley. Who knows? But then they pick up Hassan Whiteside, Rashawn Holmes on the bench. You've got Jabari Parker. Um, Bajilika played really well last year when he was on the floor. They got the rookie, I mean the much-heralded rookie, Tyrese Halliburton. This is a loaded team. 29 seems like an egregious low number. I'm very high on the over
2: here as well. I'm on the opposite side of you. I'm I'm much, much lower than this. I have this as one of the worst teams in the league. I think this thing's going to implode. I think they're going to fire Luke Walton at some point in this year. I think they're going to have to realize that uh, Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox do not get along, and they're going to have to split those guys up. Uh, I, I think this is a train wreck. I think this is going to be one of the bigger train wrecks in the league. I have this going significantly under, so I will bet the under here.
4: I think they're one of those teams that runs hot and cold. They're either really good or really bad on any given night. And they're more likely to be bad than good, which is why they're forecasted only to win so many games. I have them going under by a game or two. So
1: I'm going to lean the under. Yeah, it was right on the line for me as well. So I want to lean the under as well. Island
3: living. Island living is what we got. We'll um, go one more and I'm going to look at, uh, at stay in the West again. This one's a little bit more dangerous because the number, they're, they're getting their respect. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Last year, I think Max and I even said. I know I repeatedly said this was the best losing team you're ever going to (laughs) see. Like the the, the talent on this team, um, and and then you know they finally got it going. Um, Damian Lillard just went nuts in in the bubble, and now I think they're better right? They've added Robert Covington. Mello knows his role. You got a health, uh, healthy Nurkic. They added Enos Kanter they added Harry Giles, but they got to find some playing time for this guy because this guy can really dominate when he gets minutes on the floor. Um, they got him at 41 wins. I think this is one of your top four Western teams. I like them
2: over that. I'm going to
3: bet Portland on the over 41.
2: I got as a dumb push. I have them winning 41 games. Uh, this is a dumb push to me. I, I, looking at the Western Conference, I have them s- like, I have them in the eighth seed, <laughs> winning 41 games and in the eighth wow. seed. That's how vicious the Western Conference is going to be this year. It's, it's going to be a, a, another Lakers Portland, uh, playoff series uh, if if uh, looking at my standings it's going to probably be portland and houston kind of fight fighting it out for that eighth seed if they do that little play in tournament thing again or whatever it is so uh yeah i have it right there as a as a dumb push so i guess i'll go slightly lean the over you are gonna lean the over okay i
1: think the west is
4: one of those it's it's stacked it's gonna be difficult for teams to um they're gonna have to feast on the bottom half of the teams and on the East when they play them. And Portland always seems to be a team to me that they're kind of what I call a what if team, you know, what if they did this, or what if this guy wasn't hurt, then they would have been better. I think that they'll probably underperform this year. So I, I'm at this one game. I'm going to bet the under with
1: the Portland trailer Blazers. Mm, okay. I was leaning the under. I did not have a bet going. So there we go. Panther, you got anything else? Is that it? Nope. We'll give uh, rich some talk time here, Richard.
4: Well, this is a sport that's not my favorite sport, so you guys can talk all you want. But one team I think that probably will go significantly over, I know that uh, one of their main pieces out early in the year, I think the Dallas Mavericks will be better this year. I think they learned a lot last year. They were pretty close, they they probably feel, to, to beating the Clippers and moving into the conference finals and maybe having a shot at the Lakers. So I think the Dallas Mavericks will win more than 42 games, right? That's what they're projected to win. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to bet over the, uh, with that with the Mavericks.
2: Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, they added Josh Richardson. Uh, they did lose Seth Curry. Uh, he went over to the uh, 76ers. But it's going to be Luka and Kristaps. And once Kristaps is healthy, if Kristaps can stay healthy, then this is a dangerous team. Uh, I'm going to lean the over there with you. I got them winning 45 games. So I, I think uh, it's not asking that much. They won 43 last year. So you're only asking them to win a couple more than last year, and I think, I think they will. So I'll, I'll lean Dallas with you. I
3: think the, the big question here is going to be Porzingis. Um, it looks like he's going to miss at least the first month Uh, They're not really given a timetable on him coming back. Maxi Cleaver is not really much of a Porzingis replacement. So now you're banking on the shooting of Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Richardson. And the thing I don't like about Dallas is they just kind of lose the big man battle against all these other teams that we're talking about. Like Dwight Powell and Willie Cauley Stein just don't give me a lot of confidence that they can bang with the Anthony Davises and the Nurkic and the Whitesides and, and those guys. So, um, I love Dallas. I love Mark Cuban. I love Luca. Um, he he's a generational talent. Um, but I think they, without Porzingis, uh, and I mean they have to come out really hot. That lack of Porzingis for a month has me leaning slightly under.
1: I don't like this play at all. I don't like Dallas at all. I'm gonna bet the under. I don't think they get to it. I don't even think they sniff it, man. I'm way off base with the uh, just in a different book apparently than you guys. I like the under here an awful lot. All right.
4: and one last one. The other uh, team in the finals last year, the Miami Heat, they'll actually have to play some road games this year, <laughs> and uh, they you know the bubble kind of bailed them out. Uh, I, you know, Jimmy Butler does miss a lot of time, though I do expect a lot of the young guys that like Tyler Hero to really to shine this year. But I think that um, they'll probably come a, close to 40, 41, 42 wins. I think 44 might be a little bit high for them, so I, I'm going to bet the under on the Miami Heat.
2: Yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of high up on the heat this year too to make a little bit of an improvement from what they did last year. It's especially because you're going to see uh, Tyler Hero um, making that that's sh- you know he 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 it was a coming out party last year. I think he's going to make that next jump to be one of their big stars. So even if Jimmy Butler misses some time as expected, uh, Hi- Hero should be able to uh, fill in that slot. I mean, you know, you got Goran Dragic who resigned. Uh, Bama Adebayo, is going to be another year better. Um, they did lose Jay Crowder. Uh, and in true Boston Celtic fashion, they uh, exchanged him for Avery Bradley, another ex-Celtic. So just swapping ex-Celtics in and out of their lineup. Uh, I, I like the Heat. I, I think uh, I will lean the over on them. I think they can uh, improve from last year.
3: For me, Miami just overperformed last year. I, I didn't love them, but Jimmy Butler proved to be one of the best players in the NBA. I mean, he, he him, and Bam pretty much carry that team. Now you need guys like Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero um, to hit a lot of three-pointers, Avery Bradley to bring some defensive presence off the bench. The big question for me are guys like Myers Leonard and Moe Heartless if they can contribute. But Jimmy's going to take his nights off. You need Bam to play 72 games because, you know, we've Kelly Olenek and Udanis Hoslem not really feeling those guys. I, I think they overperformed last year. I'm, I'm leaning Miami on the under here.
1: Okay. Gotcha. in. yeah, I'm leaning the under here as well. I, I, I don't, I don't know what to make of this. I don't want to bet this. I'm just going to lean it, lean the under rich. Is that it for you? That's it for me, my man. All right. I do want to look at one team. That I should have hit last season. Did not. I got coveted. I got uh, no action on this one. I want to look at the Phoenix Suns. They're sitting, and this is interesting. They're sitting at 54.5% at one book or 52% at the other. I don't think they're going to hit either. I'm going to bet
2: under on the Suns. Wow. Well, no, I I, have the Suns going over here. I think, uh, I think they win probably about 43 games this year. Yeah. Uh, they added, they added Jay Crowder. You add Chris Paul. And again, you know, uh, Rich will say, what is Chris Paul won?" I get it. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, a couple of other key losses, Aaron Baines, uh, he went over to Toronto, Frank Comiskey, uh went over to Sacramento. Uh, Kelly Oubre is now a warrior and Ricky Rubio is now on the Timberwolves. So I, I think they have lost some key guys, but I mean, You know, Crowder's going to add some some defensive presence, some toughness. Uh, Chris Paul should uh, take some ball handling uh, responsibilities off of Devin Booker. So Devin Booker can just be that elite scorer that we know he can be. DeAndre Ayton hopefully doesn't get popped for uh, steroids or drug masking, whatever, the the same shit that uh, Collins got uh, pegged for last year. I think this is an overplay for me. I'm not confident enough to bet it, but I will lean the over on the Suns. All right.
3: You know, on a... A stacked Western conference, when you look at Phoenix's roster, you're just thinking, like, how did they win 34 last year, to be honest? The the team was really, really good when DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker played at the same time. But that was so rare. Ayton had the suspension. Um, Booker misses time because I swear his, he's so quick, he breaks his own ankle sometimes. Um, but he was better with the ball. They had a point guard in Ricky Rubio. And that didn't work out real well. Um, I don't know if taking the ball out of his hands and Chris Paul being the the distributor is a good thing for Phoenix. I'm a big, huge Chris Paul fan. Love him. One of the all time greats as a point guard, but I'm not sure he's a great fit for this team. Um, I'm going to lean the under as well.
4: Well, Chris Paul does seem to be able to win in the uh, regular season. It's just when they get past that, he doesn't know how to get past the next round. So, Excel can't handle a dumb push, but can Google Sheets handle a
1: dumb push, Arch? I don't know.
3: I think
1: think it's going to be a dumb push. They're going to win exactly 54.5 or 52% of their games?
4: What does that work out to be? Uh, 39 games? I think 39 is about right. So I think if they won 39, that would put them slightly (laughs) under. Okay. So I'm going to put them at slightly under. Okay. There you go. There you go.
1: All right. So we talked about some of the regular season game win totals we like. We talked a little bit about bad beats. I might hit these guys up off air and see if there's any more teams they like and post it over on the app. But, Max, that is it.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to post all of my projections oh, good, over good, good. Uh, uh, in, in this post for this uh, uh, for the show on, on the site. So I'll have all of uh, my expected, uh, to, you know, 2020 2021 wins and losses for each team and then how that shakes up in the conferences so I did, I did a full write-up of uh you know key players and off-season moves that each team made as well so you can check that over at the site that site is absolute Where you can also support degeneracy by buying our t-shirts, our hats, all that other stuff at the DGEN shop there. Make sure to download the DGEN's app for Android, iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsale, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words.
4: That was a bad beat last night if you took the Cleveland Browns. And hopefully uh, everybody listened to to Max yesterday when he said that the Ravens, well, at least from the Department of Motor Vehicles, it's good to have you back, Max. We don't want you to leave. You you carry the show, uh, especially on days like today for the NBA. Uh, Make sure you head over to the um, website to check out Max's picks on how far and how many wins he thinks each team is going to have. Tell your friends about it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, however it is you communicate. Friends will not let friends bet NBA futures without absolute degeneracy. Panther, you know what time it is. It's time to take us home.
3: Yeah, I'm one week away. I'm so, so pumped. Um, I don't know why it's like this because I'm never really a huge basketball fan. But, um, man, you guys get on there. Let us know what you think about the coming up NBA season. Curious to what you guys did last night. There's uh, no NFL tonight. There's no college. There's, uh, if, you guys, if you DJs are betting preseason basketball, I'd love to hear from you guys. But get on the app, get on the website, shoot the shit with us. Let us know what you did last night, what you're going to do this week. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools.
0: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations.